Welcome to Law Technology Now with host Monica Bay, Editor-in-Chief of ALM's award-winning magazine, Law Technology News. Hear the latest about technology for the legal community. If it's tech, it's a topic right here. Hi, I'm Monica Bay, Editor-in-Chief of Law Technology News, and this is the Future Tech panel from Legal Tech West Coast in Los Angeles. We're sponsored by Blue Arc today, and we're broadcasting today's program on Law Technology Now, a podcast presented by Law.com and the Legal Talk Network. And you can also find us on iTunes. Joining us now is Peter Shaw, a partner in the global technology and finance law firm of Morrison & Forrester. He is a member of the firm's clean tech practice and head of both the land use and environmental law group in the Los Angeles office and the firm's green chemistry group. Drawing upon his science background as a chemical engineer, Peter has more than 25 years of experience in environmental law and clean technology, both in the United States and internationally. He formerly served with the U.S. Department of Justice as a senior trial lawyer for environmental and natural resources matters for the U.S. Attorney's Office in Los Angeles. Will you please help me welcome Peter Schaaf. Thank you, Monica. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to use the time that we have together to challenge you to think about a new paradigm of how you value the services that you have and how your customers value you. I've spent my career working in environmental law, and there is an exciting new development in my field, which I believe will fundamentally change this paradigm of value, and I'd like to talk a little bit about that this afternoon. Um, California is leading the way in terms of carbon regulation and a new world of carbon regulation. This has been described by the New York Times as leading to the largest restructuring of the United States economy since the Industrial Revolution. Um, It's called AB 32. It's a law that will control greenhouse gas emissions and will lead to fundamental controls and changes over what kind of cars we drive, over where we live, over where we work, and how we do the work that we do. Um, You can learn more about these new carbon regulations on our webpage, www.mofo.com. And you will see an article called The Scoop on California's Plan for Reducing Greenhouse Gases. Think about the implication of reducing emissions to the levels of 1990 and then holding those emissions for the future of California's growth. It's going to require that we turn off our air conditioners, that we give up our sport utility vehicles, that we start to use a whole range of sustainable products in how we generate the types of services that all of us are involved in. So we've talked a little bit about this aspect of it, the burden aspect of it. So this is clean technology, the technology that will implement this new carbon world that we'll live in. How does that impact the question of value? Let's take a look at the next slide. If all of you will indulge me in a little bit of an exercise, let's talk about how the market values services. So you see three companies, Avon, H&R Block, and General Motors. Let's go through with a show of hands and tell me, which of these companies has the most value, the largest market capitalization? Please, show of hands. Who says it's Avon with a show of hands? Who says it's H&R Block with a show of hands? 
Who says it's General Motors with a show of hands? General Motors yesterday was downgraded by Goldman Sachs. And the problem with General Motors is that their vehicle portfolio is full of sport utility vehicles and trucks. The infrastructure costs to change their product mix from low-mileage vehicles to high-gas-fuel-efficient vehicles, the cost of that will be billions of dollars. And so General Motors stock dropped yesterday to its lowest level since 1955. It now has a market capitalization less than H&R Block and half of what Avon's market capitalization is. So this industrial revolution is already underway. You can see it in the market, and it's going to affect all of us, especially here in California. Does your business model incorporate the change of going green? The federal government is uh, promulgating a new green policy in order to give preferential treatment to those contractors that have green products, green services, and an element of sustainability in the service that are provided to the federal government. Um, You can read about this policy as well on our website at www.mofo.com. So it's the not just how you value your services, but it's how your customers are valuing your services. And incorporating green and green technology into the things that we do are going to enhance the value and change the paradigm of how people choose who's going to provide those services to them. So this is where legal tech comes to meet green tech. Um, First, many of you may have heard of the American Bar Association's challenge to make our law operations more sustainable, more green. And we've implemented those within Morrison and Forrester. We're going to use less paper. We're going to become more energy efficient in what we do. We've implemented programs to expand our recycling and the way in which we practice law. Many cities, like the city of San Francisco, are adopting policies to mandate green, efficient buildings for all new buildings in the city of San Francisco and to incorporate um, the types of workplaces where we turn down our air conditioners and all wear short sleeve shirts to work in order to reduce our carbon footprint and create a more sustainable way of doing our business. So this is what we see in the short term. These are the low-hanging fruit things that all of you will see creeping into our business. But the topic of today's seminar is Tomorrowland, and not just to look at these things, but what does the future look like 10, 20, 30 years out when we are capped at 1990 emission levels and yet are still going to try to create the same quality and quantity of goods and services? What will that look like? Well, there are a couple things that our clients are working on, and it comes to information retrieval, manipulation, and collaboration. We have some of these things already, but they're still somewhat limited. And I think what we need in this area, what we see in the future, is the world of Tom Cruise. Big, colorful screens that can be manipulated by touch to move documents back and forth between various users, and to make them so readable, so accessible, that you'd never want to use a piece of paper. Other aspects of this new technology world will be to have the types of displays that have low energy and 
instant access to a wide variety of documents and information that's captured within a law firm. We've heard about some of the technologies that are available today, but our clients are working on advanced technologies to make this faster, to make the view and the usability of this material much more accessible to everyone within a law firm. This Future Tech session is brought to you by BlueArc. BlueArc helps legal firms, electronic discovery companies, and corporations handle the explosion of electronically stored information and accelerate computer-related evidence gathering with its industry-leading high-performance and scalable network storage solution. Impact the outcome of litigation actions and deliver evidence to legal teams more quickly by meeting tight deadlines and strict regulatory requirements. Find out how by visiting BlueArc at www.bluearc.com com or contact us at 1-866-864-1040. What else do we see? You know, it's not just about documents. It's about how we talk to each other. There is a large personal element in the practice of law, in dealing with our clients and in dealing with the fact finders, the courts, our opposing counsel. All of you, I'm sure, have had a frustrating experience with a teleconference where you sit in a room and the two-dimensional image that you're faced with is blurry, the characters are unclear, the sound quality is not good. This is what we need to advance beyond, a much more interactive, much more vivid experience that can be handed electronically between law offices, between our own lawyers within Morrison and Forrester, but also with the outside world. So we're looking for that kind of virtual conference capability, a much more lifelike, realistic type of meeting experience. What else? Other businesses have reduced their carbon footprint by reducing their office space. Their uh, individuals, uh, their managers, their salespeople, hotel, they reserve a spot, they come in, they use the office for that day, and everything else they do, they do from their house, they do from the road, they do in a way that's much more connective to their clients. Law firms don't do this yet, but I think if I had to predict the future, this is what you'll see, a much more virtual world that a lawyer practices in, where you hotel to go into your office to do those meeting functions, but the rest of the time we're closer to our clients and closer to where we can provide direct personal access and personal legal services. Finally, I think that when you think about the new carbon world, you want to see the big picture. When we deal with greenhouse gas control, we're dealing with not a localized air pollution impact. We're dealing with an impact that covers the world. And so in order to reduce the greenhouse gas impacts of offset purchase from an Indonesian rainforest has the same impact on greenhouse gas control as one that's purchased in Fresno, California. So we'll have far-flung co-partners working with us, trading carbon credits, getting carbon offsets, putting in projects that are going to make all of our practices more sustainable. So you need to have international co-partners, a big footprint to look at the legal aspects of how that regime will work. In addition, it's going to be an integrated type of practice, one that has environmental, corporate, finance, and energy lawyers all working together in order to achieve this goal. I want to leave you with this thought. If you look at the total market of the Internet 
It's about $100 billion, really remarkable. If you look at the world of clean tech, of energy, the market is 60 times bigger. It's $6 trillion. So when you think about the innovations that have come from the Silicon Valley and from the technology revolution, think about the investment and the revolution that will come from the clean technology movement. And from that will come a new paradigm of how our services are sold and how we're valued. Thank you. Thank you very much, Peter Shaw of Morrison and Forrester. Well, that's the close of this Future Tech session from Legal Tech West Coast in Los Angeles. I'm Monica Bay. Thanks again to our sponsor, Blue Arc. We hope you'll listen to the other five podcasts in this Law Technology Now series. You can find us at law.com's lawtechnologynow.com, at www.legaltalknetwork.com, and on iTunes. I want to thank the many folks who helped make this special Future Tech event happen, including ALM's Henry Dicker, head of Legal Tech, Steve Lincoln and Mike Medwick, Jill Winwer, John Klein in Boston, the Legal Talk Network, Mike Hockman, Scott Hess, Kate Kenny, and Luann Reed. In New York, Katie Montgomery, Sophia Maharaj, and Keith Achille, and in Los Angeles, Bobby Sparks. Thank you again, and goodbye from Legal Tech West Coast. Law Technology Now is produced by the broadcast professionals at the Legal Talk Network. Thanks for listening. Join Monica Bay for next month's podcast on the technology issues affecting the legal profession today. 